Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. Welcome to this episode number four zero zero. Yes, divided by 100 is an integer. That makes it a very, very special episode. And you're expecting me to say Flo was sick again this week, but no, Flo is with us. Flo, yay. Hello. Welcome back, Flo. <coughs> okay. I'm trying I'll, not I'll to try. cough from laughing. <laughs> Folks, it has been hell over here. By the way, I did the math. 400 episodes divided by 52 weeks. Uh, it is roughly 7.69 episodes. Uh, years. Excuse me. Seven. I'm still sick, guys. I can't do math. 7.69 years that we've been doing this podcast. Um, and I missed you so much, Andy. It's really weird like being sick and not talking to you. It's it. We'll try try like having a conversation with myself, which I mean, it's 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 you know, it's it's always it's it's always fun to have a little change in like one's routine, especially like a seven year old routine. Uh, and like, oh, okay, you know, if I don't forget, but like by the second one, it's like, am I really am I adding value here? Am I? <laughs> and by the and if you're if you're if you're gone this week, it, it would have been. Let's see if I one of my neighbors is like not doing anything tonight because maybe we'll maybe <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about that guy who keeps riding by on the bicycle with the flags on it who keeps like heading into traffic and annoying all the foreign cars who go maybe we'll talk about that for this week because <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness well you know what Andy though we needed your episodes because Andy did such a great this is me speaking to the audience Andy did such a great job of distilling what the hell has been going on with Google the last couple of weeks. It is because my my Google News, you know, on the side there of my Android devices, the seven that I have on me at one time, keeps serving me all these headlines about turmoil inside the company and Sundar Pichai is making everybody work on AI and, <laughs> oh my God, the contractors and the layout. It's just, I do not envy Googlers right now. Yep. I'm gonna say it. I I really don't. <laughs> yeah. See this. This is. I this, love you guys. By yeah, the way. I, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I I think some of you who've been listening to uh to material for a very 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 long time uh might be curious as to what our former co-host Yasmin uh at Google as she's still at Google. She her she still has a job. Uh, her God bless. Yes. Bless her. Bless her. Like she was. Uh, tweeting about how sad she was that so many of her friends and coworkers are not there anymore, uh, which I'm sure is part of, uh, part of what adds to the malaise of waking, being at Google of not, not exactly. wanting, to, not wanting to be, to, uh, uh, making sure that you show proper gratitude, not to, not to your corporate overlords, but basically to God or the cosmic muffin or whatever, that you ha still have a job when so many people are dealing with so many problems, but still, allowing yourself to be emotionally affected by the fact that these are the people that make the job worthwhile day after day after day. And even if, even if the ones who are just work friends, they're still friends, you care about them and you hope that they yes. do. Okay. You see them every day. I know that we're not supposed to like call our coworkers or family because <laughs> of all the psychiatry out there about like why that's right. not a good idea to do. But at the end of the day, like, these are your colleagues that you see daily and the, the way to get work done is by being surrounded by people you like. Yeah. 
So, and when you, we started to like these people and you have to get to know them personally too, because you have to know what people are dealing with at home. If you're a manager, especially you have to know like what people's lives are like, because that's what they're going to bring to, to the product at the end of the day, whatever it is, wherever you work. So it's so hard. And I've, you know, even in media right now, we're having such a, let's just say it, we're having a difficult time in media right now. Like, <laughs> yay, episode 400. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but it is a rough time right now in my industry. And I've already lived through a couple of like layoffs at the companies I've worked at. And it's, uh, I remember one time, or I'm going to go ahead and share this. I remember one time, uh, content warning, talking about alcohol, but it, the day that it happened, this is when I was still working in an office and commuting every day, like me and the leftovers, as we called ourselves, <laughs> walked over to the bar next door. And <laughs> listen, I'm not advocating to take public transit home after three gin and tonics, uh, <laughs> you know, shot back in succession. But it was it was a hard night. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's hard. Um, it's hard, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I mean, it, it and sorry, it's, everyone. And it's, I and it's, it's, Ash Wednesday, it's Ash Wednesdays. We record this. So there are all kinds of signs as Thank I go, as I me. did my, did my shopping this afternoon of signs of, of atonement all around me. Uh, cause you know, New England, New England, if, if you're looking for Catholics, good place mm-hmm. to go looking for them. Uh, we, we got our Protestants too. We don't. It's not like you, you, you Martin Lutherites that uh, we, we, you run, you get run out of town or anything like that. Uh, but again, if you, if you're looking for Catholics, good place to like pull up the boat, drop your bait is going to be New England. So as a result, <laughs> you see people who are obviously Catholics, like not just okay. I suspect, you know, it's it's like no. It's you so, guys walk around with the ash on your heads. Oh yeah, yeah. On Ash Wednesday. On Ash Wednesday, they, they went to. Yeah, because you 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 went to mass. Uh, you're, you're <laughs> the, the priest made the sign of a cross, the cross on your forehead as a rem- reminder that life is fleeting. You're, you are mortal. Uh, you probably, maybe you went to confession as well. Uh, and it's, and it's weird because like, I, I'll, I'll preface this by saying that this, the lady that I'm talking about, there was no malice involved. It was just one of those things. Uh, this lady almost stole my shopping cart. I went shopping today. Uh, and it was it was beca- it was because like you know I I I selected a zucchini the, the 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 plastic bags were like three or four steps away so I stepped away from my cart and but and the cart the cart was like sort of near the entrance and this person was again putting her purse like in my cart and 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 so it's and it was like oh haha no no problem no don't take it. oh no you don't, you tell, oh no you should take it no I have to take she it she thought she was rescuing a straight Ex- cart. Th- th- exactly <laughs> there was no problem there but the, but the but what makes what what makes it so wonderful on Ash Wednesday is that I knew she was a Catholic <laughs> like I I think I was think, it the exactly no yeah exactly because she, again she had the, the the cross on her on her forehead with the ashes and I, I really think that like if I were a priest say, saying mass. Like it would be like uh, and the cat, or at least, but when I, back when I used to go, the uh, I know they've changed it since then, but it used to be you now the, the last thing you would say at, at mass would be uh, now go in peace to love and serve the Lord, 
uh, now it's actually they've updated something cooler. Actually, it's not. It's actually cooler. But uh, I would say <laughs> before before that, I would say now. Remember, <laughs> if you're if you if you're a jerk <laughs> today, <laughs> until the, until the next time you shower, everybody knows that it's a Catholic who cut somebody off on the on the on the mass pike. Okay, better represent Every, us. Well. Everybody knows that it was. Everybody knows that it was a Catholic who you know <laughs> who just who decided to like take the let take the last piece of cake uh, at the at the at the meeting or something so you know what try not to be jerks just you know just and in a in a, in a town in it a reflects small town, badly you, on you us point them to one place where they went and got it so it's pretty easy to find right exactly it's like <laughs> it's like an air tag for catholics i don't we do, you know, we we do, I, I, and I, I should be, I should be clear. I love, uh, I, I left, I, I left the faith like the time that a lot of kids leave the faith, like eighteen, nineteen, mm-hmm. twenty, at that, at that, basically as young as you can be, and you feel as though you'll get away with it with your mom and your aunts and your grandma, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 it was, it was, it wasn't a defiant thing. It was a very pleasant, you know, break. Uh, so, so when I when I put it, but uh, but you 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 raised Catholic, you can't you, you stick with it. That that perfume, that tattoo doesn't rub off, uh, and so it's we, we. I do like the fact that Catholics, we like our rituals, we like our traditions. It's like, and so they're very like, comforting. T- tonight, 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 like on the Colbert Report, you'll probably see Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the most popular late night TV talk show host, he's the most popular Catholic, honestly, besides like, he's, the Pope. <laughs> he, he's he's like he's like our Tom Cruise, <laughs> but Tom Cruise is the, the Scientologist. Pre Scientology, pre Scientology. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about if like you know name a name a name a name a famous mm-hmm. Catholic, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna enough, be Stephen Colbert, enough. right? Exactly. Uh, okay. I'll, Without without the baggage, let's say that a Tom Cruise would come with, let's say anyway. But this is this is a episode. Oops, this is episode number four hundred, and so of course, of course, I, I I do have a cake. Unfortunately, I, I lit the candles too early, and they kind of went out like, oh, while, while we we're talking. Andy. It yeah. looks like a little kitty came and took took a bite out of every exactly. uh, number of candle. <laughs> I've, I've, I, I did. I did, of course, take a take a photo with the candles. That I'm going to send you the. Okay, awesome. I'm, I'm sending you. I'm sending you the link right now, so you can enjoy it. I didn't. I didn't do as good a job with the lettering as usual. I think that's because I used that. I think next time, like for for episode 500, like for episode 500, I'm gonna like actually like make actual frosting because I'm using. I was using that that gel stuff you can get like off the peg, and I think I think it got a little bit too warm, and as a result, like it started just basically mm-hmm. dribbling out. But uh, so, and unfortunately, like I've, I, uh, as I was shopping, that's that's why I was in the market today because I was buying this. Right. Cake. Yeah. Uh, and as I was shopping, I'm like, well, you know what? Technically, like Flo also has been out sick, and she's not going. And I know that she's like being a being a real trooper and a real marine, and she's still probably sick. Maybe I should also have like a welcome back Flo cake, and I can barely justify eating this entire cake myself. Oh, a second, no. a second cake? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I do, I do love you. I, I'm, I want you to be happy and be be welcome back. But I don't want I, you to do that. Even, I, even I realize that that would be excessive. So, can I show you what I attempted to bring to the table today? Because 
even though I've been feeling like really gnarly, I haven't actually had much of an appetite, but I have. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question and say, yes, please do, because I'm going to be eating cake. I'm not going to be able to talk okay, for awesome. a good 30 seconds. It, it, okay, is a, great. It, is a, it is a chocolate, by the way. Not the, not the oh, yellow. Oh, I love that you got chocolate. I'm a huge chocolate fiend. So speaking of chocolate, I um, today I brought for, for another episode a pack, a half-eaten pack, because I have been eating <laughs> these to help me feel better, of Kit Kat duos. Okay. Now, you may recognize that these have become very popular things to find at like the grocery stores and you can find different flavors all around. And I, you know, like I said, I haven't been feeling very well, but I still have to go grocery shopping. So I've been like bringing these (laughs) home. This one in particular is the strawberry and dark chocolate. It is. These are so yummy. I am. I need to go back and buy more. I am. I, I actually had my, I had my, my, uh, piece of Kit Kat, as they say, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar, <laughs> my bar, uh, before we recorded because I was afraid that my lips would be all chappy from the delicious <laughs> dark chocolate that they put in this. And I have to say, like, yes, it sucks being sick all the time. And I'm sure some doctor out there is going to tell me not to do this, but I have so much candy to help me deal. I also bought <laughs> tropical Skittles. Not, uh, excuse me, it's tropical meets some other flavor of Skittles. So I've been buying and I bought like all pink Starburst. Like I just went out and bought a bunch of gar like actual garbage um to put into my body because it's so comforting when yeah. I I'm just like, well, my head is pounding. There's nothing I could do about it. I might as well stuff my face with artificial sweeteners. It's not like it could get any worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's we're 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 humans and sometimes like you you got to fall back on what really works which is that you know what it's 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 cold and it's crappy outside and it's getting dark at like a 3:10 of the afternoon and I got all this work to do and I didn't get much sleep last night. You know what? I'm going to have like real Coke. It's going to have sugar and caffeine and it's going to be no good for me whatsoever, but I'm going to enjoy drinking this stuff and I'm an adult and I will take the consequences and nobody can stop me. He said, as he puts more chocolate cake in his face, you know, I have to say just like complete side note, but related to the Coca-Cola thing I have learned in the problematic circles of pop culture that the real quote, real Coke, which I appreciate you calling it that, um, is referred to as full fat Coke. Okay. As opposed to like Diet Coke. And I have to say, I think that's very regressive, ladies and gents out there who's using this terminology. I think that we should just call it real Coke because, <laughs> because real Coke is made with high fructose cords. Yeah. <laughs> If it's Mexican Coke, I know you're saying it's made of sugar, but calling it full fat just like puts shame on on the kind of food that you put into your body, which is not it's not conducive like that's not conducive to a heavy uh, excuse me. That's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle. That's true. Although I, I found so I was on Reddit, I saw something kind of amazing uh, in uh, ooh, I can't remember what's Central or South American country has these really uh, g- really cool and positive laws regarding uh, marketing really unhealthy food to children. 
like their laws, like we're just, just like they used to be back when, back when cigarettes used to be advertised as like, okay, you can't use cartoon <laughs> animals on the cigarettes. So they, there was, it was a picture of a, like a box of like American lucky charms. That was first, that was like just, you know, on a, a, a rack of like American foodstuffs, exotic, exotic United States food available here. And like, it was lucky charms, but you had to sort of go by the word of the, of the market because, um, uh, the 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 leprechaun was illegal, so they had to, they covered the, they covered the leprechaun up with like gray tape. All of like the cart, all of like the the glow in the dark colored like marshmallows on the top of uh, depicting the box, those were illegal, so those had to be covered up in the box. Like the, all, the, all the all the other like stuff that's that's supposed to attract kids is also covered up in the box, and also there had to be a couple of big stickers, just like almost like cigarette warning stickers, basically saying this food is garbage. <laughs> there is no there is no there is no nutritional value oh, to this like whatsoever. They do it, like they do in Europe with like the cigarettes can right kill you. Oh my goodness, mm. that's quite intense for children's cereal. I have to say. It's again, if it, it's, it's, it's not, it's not so much that, uh, I think that people shouldn't, should, uh, kids should never eat cereal like that. I just think that mm-hmm. it should be, it should be really, really clear. Like from the get go, when you're teaching kids about nutrition, that some food is entertainment food and that, that doesn't make it bad. That doesn't make it, Oh, you should never eat this stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah. there are things you do for it. You eat it for entertainment. You have ice cream because Oh my God! It is programmed to be the be the most delicious and fun thing ever. It is mm-hmm. you you cer- but you certainly can't. It's entertainment, but it's not. This is the, there's a reason why you don't have ice cream every single night. There's a reason why like the food that's not entertainment food might not be quite as exciting. Like beans and rice, like they you, you we're going to season them and cook them so that they're very very tasty. But admittedly, it's not. It's not a burger soaked in fat with bacon and cheese on top of it drizzled up. It's like it's not going to be as, it's not going to be as spectacular as that. And so that, this is why I totally approve of this idea of saying enjoy enjoy your lucky charms. We're not going to we're not going to have like pictures of like a right. of like someone who's like undergoing dialysis because they ate terribly for like fifty years of their lives. Right. We're we're just going to make sure you make it very very clear that this is not normal. This is. I, uh, it's, God, I had to, uh, so I did a little bit of food shopping in addition to getting the cake. And so it was out of cereal, uh, and they had, they had Captain Crunch, like the, the really bad cereals were like on sale, like really, really cheap. <laughs> they always are. Uh, God, it was so tempting. If, if not for the fact that I knew that in 10 minutes time, I was going to be hauling an entire birthday cake home that I would be eating my, uh, myself over the next two or three days. I would have well, okay. That plus the fact that Captain Crunch, it shreds your mouth like nobody's business. I don't know if they, oh my gosh, yes. I don't know yes. if they fixed that problem yet, but oh my goodness, this is. But I'm, no, I'm so. I gl- think it still has that problem. By yeah. the way, it still has that problem. Why? It's like we we we, all, we know to keep I, you from eating too much of it. Uh, maybe or I don't know. <laughs> you faint from blood. That's loss. the Captain Crunch way. Yeah, exactly. It's like you just yeah. It's it's a weight loss because you can't eat anything for the next three days until you heal up until you until that no. scabs over. Or it's something. so true. I remember being a kid and like just having my mouth slightly taste of like <laughs> blood. You know that that. That metally taste that you get when there's right. like a you know a little something open inside your mouth, and I re- I remember that and just be like wow, 
really? This is what I get for enjoying this delicious peanut butter soaked sugary cereal. You know, Andy, maybe maybe we should have a maybe we should have a cereal celebration in our next big episode. Maybe well, I, I'm, well, I'm still getting a cake, but maybe we'll have cereal too. Maybe you get a cereal cake. <laughs> we could actually. You know, I almost I, I was I was pushing my cart just as. Uh, a delivery came from like uh, one of the outside bakeries that they this uh, my market oh. gets in like the the the, the does, do you in uh, California do you get like these jumbo cake sized donuts like there's a bakery that makes donuts that are the size of like a round cake and, no that is an east coast thing for right. sure yeah now you're you're not you're not you're not encouraged to eat them like a donut like as one unit of an entertainment food you are meant to slice okay. it up like a cake and i came so close mm. to saying ooh what if i were to decorate this instead but unfortunately it was like a oh i know what you're talking about yeah. The big, the big, the big round ones. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is, and it's not, it's not a cake that's made to look like a donut. I mean, it, it is like donut dough that's deep fried and then covered in frosting and then covered in sprinkles, uh, Homer Simpson style. <sighs> See, this is this is these, these these are the times where I wish that I had like an actual family because I can't even I even I as as an irresponsible eater as I am speaking as someone who is at this moment shoving cake into his face with a big cake to his right that again, that again is going to be diminished bit by bit over the next 3 days even I am like I can't I can't have this big giant donut in my house that that would be medically medically contraindicated I I have I don't have diabetes my blood pressure is fine my heart is fine but even so I say that things like that they're medically contraindicated. You could you could be the most the healthiest person in the world. You will no longer be so if you have that in your house for a couple of days. Although it's although I, I did I mean before we move on though I have to I have to say that I, I love it when one of the great things about I mean about how many hundreds of episodes we've done together is that our conversations do tend to like we find, I, we got the show notes in front of us but usually when we find a way to like bring it back around in a circle it's because of exactly where the 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 conversation just led, led naturally so we're talking about you know Ash Wednesday and Catholicism and mm-hmm. now we're talking about like uh, these cereals that we eat out of pleasure but they inflict pain and suffering they remind us of our of our mortality <laughs> as we are taking pleasure which is if which is about the, which is very catholic branding that's so what that's so beautiful andy though, though the way that you explain it is you're very it, the way you do it is very beautiful because i'm just like sometimes andy when we talk about like even our casual religion on this show, you know, because Andy and I grew up in these very like traditional <laughs> churches, um, makes me want to go back to church. <laughs> uh, I think it's because I've been feeling so sick. You know how you know what they say. It's like, Ooh, <laughs> exactly. you know, I need Jesus to help me through this period of feeling my mortality. Goodness gracious. Uh, well, see, that's, that's, that's another thing. Like, I don't, I don't know whether this is part of, this is like an exclusionary policy, like in the, in the archdiocese, because like now I'm kind of afraid to go back to church because like, uh, the responsorials and the stand up, sit down, kneels, that's like all in muscle memory. And now they've changed the mass enough that I'm sure that I will be, I will be standing up at the wrong time. I will be saying the wrong responsorial and everyone will turn around and say, you haven't been to mass in 20 years, have you? Because we don't say that anymore, do we? Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened to me last time I went to liturgy yeah. at the monastery. So 
Um, apparently, they like to change things up there. It's very progressive of them. That's the only progressive part of them. But <laughs> hey. <laughs> May the Lord be with you and also with you. What, what, what is this other? What, why are you adding more stuff to it? You're, you're sort of, you're gilding the lily there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. First, uh, well, first, ex- first, you let the priest face the congregation instead of facing, facing the wall. What was that all about? That little Vatican II humor for you, uh, for your old <laughs> sensation seekers. Maybe, maybe we should. Oh, I'm sorry. We should. We we should probably move forward. Anyway, I was going to say I'm very excited to talk to you about what we're talking about today. Yes, because on our to celebrate the 400 episodes of our Google podcast, we decided to talk about Google today. <laughs> what a, we, what a surprise! Been, we've been avoiding doing that for the past 25 minutes and 17 seconds, but we're going to be right back into it, uh, guided we and ab- aided and embedded a little bit by an ex, a recent ex Googler, who uh, made a medium post about what it's like to have <laughs> left Google after three years. Suffice to say that he his stock options <laughs> he was required to stay there for three years. He stayed three, and then he's out, out, out. And the first thing he did was post something to Medium that got. More than a little bit of traction, but it gives us a good template to talk about what is up with Google, what do we think Google is up to, and up, Google too, is what is, and you can unscramble that while you contemplate that uh, through this message. We'll be right back. So, hey, kids, as you can see, I've turned this chair around so that I'm sitting facing the part that you're supposed to have your back into because sometimes you just got to turn things around and look at things from a different perspective. And sitting here like this facing you all, I'm saying don't think of me as Mr. Anatko, uh, your middle-aged English teacher. I'm just your friend Andy, and I want to rap. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be horrible? Oh, my God. I just had a shiver because I had one of those I, yeah, Michelle Yeoh sort of, oh my God, there's an alternate reality in which I am an English, would not, not, I'd be proud to be an English teacher, but if I were, <laughs> but if I were to suddenly like turn my, turn my chair backward and straddle it and say, Hey kids, let's just rap. I, you know, you might think that as a, as an old fogey, I don't get it, but you know what? <laughs> I was once in the same chairs that you were, oh my God. Uh, fogey. <laughs> so let us, let, actually, before we wrap up about Google, what, we didn't, we didn't hear, we, we got two weeks in which we didn't get to hear about like what you thought about like the Google AI, what to, it started off as a fiasco, but it turned out to be. Not not as not as much of an asco as we imagine it to be because oh my god if you want to talk about getting your ass totally code that's totally what Microsoft did with uh with with uh with with uh, with uh, with Bing and Bing Bing AI like <laughs> that must have been fun to watch. I'm like trying to figure out how to I. <sighs> I'm still watching it, right? Because I feel like this is still really unfolding. I think I'm just really concerned about how quickly this all feels rushed out on Google's side because it feels like up until now, Google has had the, they've had the, uh, what am I trying to think? They've had the, uh, the upside. I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to think of, but they've been able to sort of take their time to introduce, introduce us to this concept of like what their next, model of businesses, right? And the idea was that, okay, we're not quite here yet, but let's get you excited. But now they can't do that um, 
that well-tempered like marketing campaign. They can't do what they were trying to do, which is like create this idea of thrill, you know, of like what's next. Now it's like, hey, everybody, that's right. We do artificial intelligence. Boom, boom, boom. Well, Microsoft's doing it. So can we. Um, And I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned. I am a little concerned about what this is going to do to the products within Google that I rely on, mainly Android. Like I am not as afraid about Google Docs and what they're going to be doing over on that side of the business. I'm very concerned about what this is going to spell for the assistant and for like the consumer facing side of all this. And the fact that this is supposed to be something that you're using in Google search and it's not working particularly well. And I was also reading today about, you know, the people working on the project aren't being treated (laughs) <laughs> particularly well. So it's like, what are you guys doing here? Because this is worse than this is worse than a Google Glass uh, PR situation. This isn't like somebody went to a bar in SF and got beat up because they were haughty about wearing these, <laughs> you know, next gen glasses. This is this is way bigger than that, especially because yeah. it has to do with search. So I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm you know what I'm I'm kind of glad that I think that uh, Microsoft stepping on a rake as as hard as they possibly could that way. That's the best thing that could possibly have happened for the development of this technology, because I think it gave Google and other companies license to say, you see, you see, this is this is why for the past two years we've been saying that the arc is the source of unspeakable power and has to be researched. We have to uh, that's been Google's mantra like for the past two years that we don't know if this is going to be landing, how this is, how we're going to be interpreting, reinterpreting this into a product. We have to see how it works. We have to see what the dangers are. We see, we have to map out what's limitations are. And then we have to figure out what's, what makes it relevant to like what we do and what people do with our products. We're not just going to put out a really cool demo that gets its first million users faster than anybody else has ever gotten a million users in their lives. And, you know, it's don't be the first with a demo, be the first with something that is actually useful, especially when the thing that you're kind of playing with is technically fire and it could be bad if you don't, if you don't temper it correctly. So I, I, I think I'm, it, it's, I, I hope that came through like last week when I'm talking about this sort of stuff that I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Google. I'm not a fan of Apple. I'm not a fan of Microsoft. There's way too much of that on YouTube tech. Uh, youtube tech work tech world as it is uh i'm but nonetheless it's like oh man i just i i hate that i hate that if that if i'm if i'm talking to people about this technology and about oh when is google gonna gonna catch up i feel i feel terrible that i have to i feel like i have to defend google and say hey don't you like be smacking around google about this you know that's that's mean i'm gonna defend a two trillion dollar company they don't need me to defend them but nonetheless it's they like, have lawyers yeah. on retainer who exactly. do that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and I, but it's like, oh, you everyone is just missing this so badly that again, it's a great demo. It's an awesome demo. And but like with Chat GPT, it's like we don't even know if if you generate text with Chat GPT, is it even copyrightable? And actually, just the yesterday, the United States oh, Copyright God, Office Andy. said actually Chat no. GPT stuff. Oh. Anyway, so it's it's something that we're gonna have. To, I'm, I'm glad that I, I hope that the the temperature on this pot has been turned down a little bit. That this is gonna 
be allowed to simmer like a like a nice red sauce like a like a nice chili like a nice stew where mm-hmm. you wait for a while mm-hmm. but all the flavors meld together to something that is really really wonderful as opposed to let's get as much fire and as much smoke and as much steam and make sure it's more fire smoke and steam than the other person on the other on the other burner it's let's let's turn this into something good as opposed to something that we have to legislate against because it's causing too much damage um can i uh make a statement that can help us segue into what we're going to talk about, which is that, you know, you talk about, yes, we are, we are not fans of the, of the, these fang companies. Um, but I tell you what I am a fan of. I am a fan of Android, the operating system, actually. Uh, I am, I am a fan of it. And I feel like what I've been reading lately from some former Googlers <laughs> from a former Googler and specifically has given me a little more like hope that I've made the right decision to remain a fan of an operating system hmm. if i may okay that if i may that's interesting because so what we're talking about is uh, like 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 i teased before uh there was a something that kind of uh, there's a uh boy i talk about martin luther like nailing <laughs> nailing his statement to the to, to the doors Ooh, of the church i love our ash wednesday yeah God. exactly <laughs> I don't, don't 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 speak so quickly. Now it's going to be your job to figure out a title that, <laughs> that, that fits into this. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't I have to do that. Um, but yeah. So this. So um, we're talking about uh, Praveen Sashadri. I hope I'm pronouncing your uh, his name correctly. Uh, and so uh, he was the co-founder of a company that was uh, acquired by Google a few years ago. And as soon as soon as his contract said that he could leave, he did leave because like so many uh, CEOs or excuse me, co-founders of companies acquired by Google, it, it was not a great fit. And coming into Google with the experience of of being one of these, uh, yeah, God, you got to move fast. God, we got to get we're we're we, we there's uh, we're, we're dead in two weeks if we don't make this launch date oh my god if we don't if we don't get this done right we're dead oh if we don't get this next round of funding we're dead we can't no no, no. we can't we, we can't afford to like have a summit at this big hotel we're gonna we're, we're, we're i'm gonna i'm gonna have like white plastic chairs in my backyard and we're all gonna talk about this like tomorrow if we can if we can afford six hours off uh from from our crunch time and so oftentimes these people when they get into like a two trillion dollar company with campuses and 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 commercials during the Super Bowl, it's not a great fit, and or they are able to see things that they as a uh, Tim Gunn from uh, you know the uh, co-host of uh, uh, of the uh, of that uh, oh what can it Project Runway Project Runway Thank you it's, it's been off the air for so long I used to love it but he's, he 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 uh, as he was doing his 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 critiques in the in the in, in the sewing room he would always, he would often like tell designers about like the monkey house effect where it's like if you once you if you've been in the monkey house for too for too long you start to you, you no longer smell the smell and someone else has to come in and say mm. woof why does it smell so awful because you don't notice it anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so maybe and sometimes these people are the best commentators so he posted uh, he made a big post to Medium that got a lot of airplay uh, in a lot of different places, and one of the th- but one of the things that made it so interesting was that, and maybe so devastating is that he was, in his own words and through his own experiences, sh- making the same criticisms we've been hearing from other people in similar and dissimilar situations. Um, he basically he, uh, the he uh, outlines before going into detail. 
uh, that the four big problems that he saw at Google that has no mission, no sense of urgency, delusions of exceptionalism, and mismanagement. Uh, basically saying that Google's ad business has been such a prolific and reliable cash cow that the company has acquired this culture of just trusting what's ever worked and not doing anything to rock the boat. Uh, and mm. this idea of uh, becoming super tr- uh, working to support existing processes and existing hierarchies, as opposed mm. to doing things that uh, increase the amount of uh, amount of risk, is what's sinking the company. That the company's become so risk averse that they really can't move forward. And because it doesn't really matter, the people who work there because of several mechanisms that are in place in the corporate culture, they don't feel as though they're motivated to rock the boat in any way, shape or form. Um, uh, saying he's saying that uh, ask a Googler what their job is. And it's never in terms of a product or mission for a user of a Google product. It's almost always about a Google process. They're a part of um, another common complaint, but that's the, mm. that we see from a lot of these people is that Google is not, uh, they didn't get the impression that Google is customer focused at all. Um, I'm going to quote, there's so much that's quotable here. Oh my God, just blocks. <laughs> you start off, I start off by pasting blocks and blocks of text that are, that are so good. They have to be in there. This no, no, come on, let's be serious. Let's just high. I'm just going to highlight the, the parts of this. And then it's like nothing but like yellow highlighting, but I'll try, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to, um, uh, I did, I did have one block from, uh, from his, uh, medium post that was particularly mm-hmm. savory. Um, he basically, after, after basically saying that, uh, talk uh, specifics of uh, how how and why this company is so risk averse, uh, saying that every line of code you change is risk. So put in a ton of processes to, to ensure that every line of code changes perfect at avoiding risk. No matter, no, no, never mind if it's uninspiring for the, the user. Uh, everything you launch is a risk. So make sure there's a lot of reviews and approvals to stop that from happening. Any non obvious decision is risk. So avoid anything that isn't group think and conventional wisdom. Uh, as an mm. any employee, you dis- any employee you as a manager dissatisfy is a career risk. So you have to aim for 100% satisfaction amongst your employees and treat them with kid gloves. Uh, any disagreement with a management change is a career risk. So always say yes to the VP, and the VP says yes to the senior VP. Um, and here's the here's the text. Overall, it is a it is a soft peacetime culture where nothing is worth fighting for. The people who are inclined to fight on behalf of customers or new ideas or creativity soon learn the downside of doing so. By definition, there is a disincentive to go above and beyond, and your peers and managers will look askance if you try to. You are expected to perform to the definitions of your level in your career ladder as defined in a very rigidly defined ladder system. A L5 software engineer is expected to do certain things and be, will be evaluated to that rubric. The word, quote, customer, unquote, is not part of that rubric. So don't you bother supporting customers and don't expect to be appreciated if you do. Don't bother being innovative or doing something that wasn't in the official plan set six months ago. Because even if you did, your managers will not line up and line up the associated dev, PM, program UX docs, legal and marketing resources to make it launchable anyway. However, your code better be well formatted. The dev letter expects that and make sure you have lots of check-ins exactly what they do. Doesn't really matter to anyone. Just wait two years. You'll be promoted and you can move on to a different team within Google. Um, I'll just, there's the, it's the, it, it echoes, uh, Noam Barton, 
who was the founder of Waze, uh, had this to say. He, he similarly, oh, yeah. as soon as he could leave, <laughs> after he was acquired, as soon as he could leave, he did. Uh, and he's uh, a couple of years ago, 2021, he wrote his own piece and posted it to LinkedIn. Uh, why did I leave Google or why, or why did I even stay too long? And it really almost, I, I, don't, I don't know if, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know if, uh, if uh, Praveen was inspired by this piece, but it really does track, and it's, and he's talking about different experiences that he had. Um, it says that uh, he says that it's practically impossible to fire someone for the basic reason that you don't need this role anymore, or there's a ba- there's a better person out there, or mm. just plain old you're not doing a great job. This neuters managers and does not lead to great teams driven by mission, pushing each other to do better. But not being able to replace them with people that do have the right skills means that people who are constantly trying to people are, tr- are constantly trying to offload an employee on a different team rather than fire them. Something that is not conducive with fast moving and changing needs. I learned the hard way that if another manager is recommending a great employee to hire that they are probably trying to get rid of the employee since they cannot fire them um talking about when he when his team uh, became part of google that the amount of time and effort that they had to spend on matters of google legal satisfy google policy satisfy google privacy uh he acknowledging that these things are important but these are basically things have nothing to do with improving the product that consumers will see or adding features that haven't shipped yet. Uh, so it's a waste of resources and focus. Ever increasing part of our time went to these non-user value creation tech uh, uh, tasks. One of the meatiest parts here is talking about compensation that, and he's talking about all large companies, but specifically Google that the, uh, that uh, uh, the impact of an individual product on the, uh, in the, uh, on the company stock is minimal, so empl- uh, employees' equity is basically free money. Regardless of your performance individually or your product performance, your equity grows significantly, so nothing you do has real economic impact on your family. The only control you have to increase your economic returns are whether you get promoted. Since that drives your mm-hmm. equity and salary salary payments, that breaks the t- traditional tech model of risk and reward. I'm trying hard to skip around, but there's so much that's really, really quotable here. Mm-hmm. But uh, but 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 uh, after 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 a little slap at how entitled young young engineers are if they've been hired at Google right after college, uh, but but basically reiterating that it's uh, there is a culture inside Google that makes every employee responsible for avoiding risk whatsoever, keeping an eye on their career. Not doing things that, not 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 doing things that rock the boat. Not do anything that will uh, hinder your progress up a certain ladder. And basically, that the entire mechanism is to insulate people from being able to do things that will have an actual effect on how much pleasure uh, and satisfaction a customer gets out of the product. And that uh, that's that seems <laughs> that seems to click with what we've been seeing. Of like exactly how yes. Google rolls out products and what they do with those after they yes. build them out. Yes, I completely agree. Can I just say like the thing that I was thinking about while I was uh, so I actually haven't been able to read the piece in its entirety because it is so much. And like every time I start reading it, I just want to screen cap it and like save <laughs> paragraphs to, you know what I mean? Um, but from everything that I've been reading and pieces of it. I was thinking about the example with how, okay, Android Auto for the phone screens, that was a huge loss for me. 
as an Android user because I grew so reliant on like this one product that Google had. Well, eventually I found out through journalistic means that um, I found out like what happened, which is that essentially, and I think I mentioned it here on this podcast, but um, the Android Auto for phone screens got folded into the Google Maps team. <laughs> the Google Maps team is a very different team from the Android Auto team. And the Android Auto team is actually a very different team from the Android team. And I was just sort of like thinking about that and how like, oh, phone screens just got folded into Google Maps because of, because of all this corporate restructuring that they do for products. And so you're essentially moving people around so that they're not fully owning a product that they're working on, which except, and this is why I like made, I made the Android fan thing earlier, which by the way, folks, I hope you know that I'm not like, you know, fangirling over here, but also, <laughs> but also it makes me feel really vindicated to read that like the Android team is not run like this yeah. because, because that shows in the product versus these other little products like Android auto is the example in the phone screens and how they split it up and consolidate it. They just made me think about like how it's so messy and it doesn't have the user in mind because now the user, which is me in the 15 year old car that I have in the garage, I don't have a, I don't have a really good phone screen anymore. I have just stopped using maps. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know what? I guess I know my way around town after all, <laughs> you know? Yes, it's built up my confidence about my navigational abilities, but <laughs> I have to really be committed to what I'm listening to before I get on the road because I, I just am like, sometimes I just don't want to deal with the phone interface. And it's because of this not user forward project and I understand making money on these things and the returns and all that okay because I also work in corporate America <laughs> to some degree but come on guys yeah <laughs> like, I mean it's it's weird like I, we, we should say that on we, we should say to be fair that these are both the reports not of people who have been working for Google for 10 years and 15 years uh, and have have been bopping around the industry and do, doing basically the same jobs. So they have they have frame of reference. They've been they work. They spent a, a little time at IBM. They spent a little time at at, uh, at right. Google. A little time in at Silicon Valley. Yeah, so to speak. Um, uh, although I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm scrolling up and I'm reminding myself I did take some notes on. Uh, pardon me for a sec. Yeah, I mean Praveen Sashadri. Uh, 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 sorry, Sashadri. Uh, been at Microsoft, uh, been at IBM. Spent twelve years at Microsoft. Okay, so okay, I, I'm I'm about to correct myself there, but um, it has to be a, the, the the maximum culture shock you can give yourself is to go from the that small startup mentality to again where if we don't get this fun, if we don't get this funding we're dead. Doesn't matter how many how happy mm -hmm. our users are, we're dead. If we don't raise this funding, mm -hmm. we're dead. Uh, and that definitely makes that that definitely turns you into the, the behavior of a prey species, you know, always always mm, moving, so always much. be always yeah. always try always trying to evaluate where they are and where they need to go. Um, so part of this might be just the difference of again that culture shock, but again, it's it's too consistent and it's too well documented, uh, and it and it makes again too much exactly. too much sense and. Uh, I mean, um, on MacBreak Weekly, uh, I, my friend uh, Jason Snell, 
We've known each other long enough that he's the person who told me how to boldface something in HTML. That's how long we've been friends. And uh, but he, he his theory is that uh, is that Apple is like uh, is like your grandparents or great grandparents who, who grew up in the Depression. And, mm. and or, or there were, there were children during the, the depression. It doesn't matter that since the age of 30, they've been millionaires because they got into banking and <laughs> it's like, they are still like they retired at eight. They, maybe they did retire at age 56, but for the remaining 30 years of their lives, they were, they never left a restaurant with the little container full of, uh, of, of sweet and lows, like full of sweet and lows. Those, those were always in the pockets or in the purse because that's the, they knew that, Hey, we, it could all go away. <laughs> we, we, if we can, if we can, if we can somehow not pay for sweet and lows, that'll, that'll keep us from starvation a little bit longer. Uh, and basically saying the uh, Apple coming so close to bankruptcy and like, and, and, uh, and disillusionment, I'm sorry, being, being dissolved, uh, or bought out by a company and, and sold off for parts that they never lost that mentality of we could be we could be back out on the street any week now so we're we're going to take risks we're going to keep moving forward uh and you do and i i i don't know if that's if that's true so much uh, as it also undermines them by virtue of the fact that they also make a lot of products that are kind of crap they also make a lot of products you, you can tell <laughs> i mean i mean i'm they, they uh, I, I just paid like thirty dollars for uh, duet display, uh, and that's only because the uh, the sidecar feature that's supposed to be built into iOS and macOS, it. I'll, I'll hand it to Apple. It kind of works. It, hey, it works more reliably than I could have made it if I were coding this up, but it sucks to like have this thing like suddenly crash on you. Uh, and suddenly your entire workspace goes to the land of, of ghosts yeah. and winds. Yeah. And that's, that's not, I feel as though as a $2 trillion company, you have the resources to fix that if you thought that that was a priority. So there's dysfunction inside every single company. Uh, but it's sad to see Google, which is in kind of center, uh, uh, a vulnerable position with a lowercase V, not a capital V, trying to navigate all of these problems, all these self-inflicted problems that they that they've created for themselves. Again, not having a messaging strategy because they didn't say they didn't say, guess what? We're going forward like this. I don't care if it conflicts with A, B, and C. We're throwing out A, B, and C. This is the all these failures of uh, of Stadia, all these failures of all these th- th- things mm. that are just get tossed into the Google graveyard really, really quickly. Even uh being slow to create magical and beautiful experiences with artificial intelligence outside of playgrounds, outside of, uh, of area 120 little fun apps that you can download. If you've heard about them, it's like, this is a company that just doesn't want to take the risk and doesn't have somebody who's going to burst into somebody's office and say, this is a great product. We should absolutely do it. Uh, it's you know what I, do, I time will tell how correct these uh, these people were in pinpointing uh, the names of, uh, of Google's crimes and the names of their pain. Hmm. But boy, it just it just fits. I, I kind of feel as though they're being spot on here. Yeah, I agree, and I apologize for jumping ahead by talking about no, 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 like, no. the Android team. It's just the the thing to me was it made me made me happy to read that. <laughs> because yeah. it, it validates me as a user who is yeah. like, oh, well, that, you know, but but then I get scared about all this stuff about the AI because I see 
I see how the pixel has all these like exclusives and all the exclusives are based on these AI infused capabilities. And to me, maybe, you know, maybe I need to read a little bit more into it, but to me, it doesn't, that doesn't feel super like Android. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I'm saying that because I'm scared and I don't like change. <laughs> I sincerely, I, I don't like change, but what a lot of users don't. That's why iOS has worked so darn well for all these years, folks, and why people love iMac and everything. It's There's consistency with an Apple product that sometimes you're not getting with a Google product. Um, well, I guess it goes both ways, as you were saying earlier. <laughs> well, Because yeah, I was talking to Andy about the HomePods before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and I mean, well... Uh, um, Let's not let's not bother taking a break. Let's just let's just continue talking. Just about move, moving moving past uh, the, these specific complaints about the company and basically talking about like what we think they do right, what they think what we think they do wrong. I mean, it's I have to I have to say that if 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 Apple and Google can define each other as the Popeye and Bluto, pick who's mm. pick for yourself who's Popeye and who's Bluto. They they kind of switch like every single week. Like as basically That's they're the, the op the opposite and equal enemy. It's like they've been they've been coming uh, they've been fighting for so long that I think that they now that they're both they're 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 neither of them is the scrappy young upstart anymore. They're like they're I I I will say that they have uh, they have more energy and more spunk than millennials. They they're they're basically in the Gen X phase. Like where it's like you know what, I've it's like every every time like if 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 I get invited to a big conference I'm like oh my god and it's in Omaha I've never been to Nebraska before this could be cool and but that, that just like ten or fifteen years ago like today I'm like is there a way that I, you can just like email me this information and just like maybe the week after the show like why don't we just like talk and like, you'll be you'll be in a better frame of mind I'll be in, if there's a way that I could do this without having to really get up and do stuff, that would be great. And I think that, I think that's the same thing. I think that both Apple and Google are now in the same sort of middle age when it comes to being companies. Where there was a time where, uh, if they if if you had a Google Home speaker and you had an AirPod speaker, I would assume that the Air oh well probably uh, you know what I'm not sure if it's worth the Apple tax so to speak, but I, at least I know <laughs> that because it's an Apple it's an Apple speaker designed with Apple hardware that's connecting to my Apple uh, Macintosh that's running an Apple operating <laughs> system with an Apple wireless uh, wireless music standard. Uh, you running the Hashtag Apple music Apple. Sta- yeah the the Apple Music app. I'm sure they'll all work together. But then it doesn't. Like that was once that was true. Children, children. I'm not going. I'm not being. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not insane. I'm telling you. It. There used to be this saying that it just works because it just did, and but now that's that's that doesn't happen anymore. And now, like they gave up so much to Android and so much to Google now because now you're saying that so Android is back uh, uh, and uh, Apple stuff is no longer really super reliable it's just a little bit more reliable than android stuff and google stuff but the advantage with the android stuff and google stuff is that it will almost certainly work with stuff that was not made by google yes <laughs> you know? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and if you mm-hmm. and if you want to ch- and if you want to move an icon on the desk uh, on the on the on the wallpaper of your of your phone, you'll be able to do that without it saying no. We're not going to let you move that because we know better than you. It's like they they, they you you become your enemy. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Andy. I and uh, it is interesting because you did know that like these are these the, Google is still a young company though compared to Apple. Mm. Um, right? Because they didn't really, I mean, yes, they came, they started in the nineties and the mid nineties, which was like 10 years after Apple, let's say roughly. So Apple's had some time to really like I was, establish. If I, I would, I would, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, um, I would put them at above the same age because I think that, uh, Apple incorporated like actually uh, Apple's been around since the mid seventies. So technically speaking, like they're coming oh, yeah, up, they're yeah. coming up on like 40 years, 40, 50 years. But the thing is like, they've already kind of died and re they, 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 they've already basically had their, they're, they're, they're like Dr. Who they've, they've already like basically been a flash of light. And now there's this new thing that is still the doctor, but definitely not what the old doctor. I see. Was. We're not going to do a Jesus metaphor for Ash Wednesday. Got it. <laughs> I've got you know again. I've I've there's a line. I <laughs> I know you're right. I I was I was like, is he gonna go with Jesus? Yeah, or Doctor I, Who. I I love it. No, I, will, I really I, do. I, yeah. I, although although I, although I will I will say that there is the militant faction of the Doctor Who fans that I you you don't you shouldn't mess with either. Um, but but what I, uh, but what I, what I'm going at there is that uh, I I would say that what we're seeing right now is very much the incarnation that was rebooted in 19, uh, 1997, like when okay, Steve Jobs yeah. came back and basically yeah. cleaned house and said, guess what? We are now, we'll be making only four products. Everything else, if, if you make something that is not one of these four products, congratulations. You now have all kinds of time off because Andy, you're fired. this is why American Girl Dolls, let me tell you, this is related. <laughs> Today I learned that there is a 90s commemorative American Girl doll that they are releasing. And I got served, I got this served three times to me on TikTok, by the way, to tell you how the algorithm <laughs> works. And the I, I remembered that the 90s, like the 90s girl, American girl, that when they started to modernize the American girls and put them as like the current age that we were in versus... Mm-hmm. Anyway, look up American Girl if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, she always had a Mac. She never had a PC. Never had a PC. Is it the American Girl dolls always have a Mac? And it's because of that sort of, hmm. you know, you don't get that with, like, what is Google doing to get that kind of iconic status is what I'm sort of. Yeah. I don't know. They can. They can. Maybe my brain is going yeah. everywhere on this, but. <sighs> I keep I, I keep coming back I keep going back and forth with this where Apple uh, Apple definitely has something that very few maybe no other tech companies have which is they are legitimately a style and a fashion brand like yes. when I was when I, I went to one of the one of the things that was absolutely on my must do list really true when 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 I, when, when I was in the, when I was in Beijing was that I had to go to the go to a counterfeit mall. Like where there is an entire uh, like I can't mall wait to do that. where it's nothing. <laughs> you, oh my god, you have to, you have to, okay, because it is. I'm I'm not I'm not exaggerating this. It is like an entire bazaar 
like of uh, of just booth after booth after booth of like independent independent like shopkeepers selling nothing but counterfeit merchandise and of course on the uh, on my number one on my list was i want the best counterfeit iphone i can pot i can find and th- th- and i and uh and they had the entire range where uh, I wound up not spending. Uh, I, I didn't want to spend. I, I, I chickened out for top dollar. I could have gotten one that was absolutely flawless, as in that I need to put this in a keep this in a special pocket because otherwise I'll get it mixed up with my actual iPhone. It's just absolutely perfect, and you even have to drill way, way down into the user interface before you f- start to find anything in the active use of this phone that makes you think that this is not an iPhone. I got like the one level down, but even, but even so there, there were uh, knockoff iPhones that were clearly not intended to trick anybody into thinking it was an iPhone. There was like uh, Mm. a a, a knockoff, like Samsung flip phone that nonetheless like had iPhones had like Apple styling and it had a big back illuminated apple logo like in the top of the flip case so as you're using it you see this big glowing apple logo and that is such a significant data point that people i want people to see that i have this really sophisticated upscale upmarket stylish luxury brand this this apple logo on me just just like in other parts of the mall you can get omega watches you can get gucci bags you could get fendi whatever uh, uh, birkin bags whatever you want it's it's the logo that people want to be associated with and google never has mm-hmm. that but then again what you 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 probably name the I I could most of the most of the world could get by just if if Apple I haven't thought about this in a while but I still I still think it's true like if some some misuse of magic some bad wish on a monkey's paw happened and okay. Apple was disappeared just there was no okay, Apple yeah. anymore the world would go would get by just fine people would be steam that they have they're now using android phones and they're not quite as pretty they might not, <laughs> they'd be steamed about windows because it's not as elegant as the mac but there's nothing that apple doesn't apple does that that nobody else does there's no service that they provide that isn't already being done very very well by other people yeah. that's saying 10 percent of the 10 percent of the desktop market less than uh, they they have a minor uh, percentage of the of the of the mobile market. However, if Google like suddenly disappeared, suddenly nobody has Google Maps, suddenly nobody has Google Docs, suddenly nobody has access to Google Search and these things could That's be right. rebuilt. It would be op- goodness gracious it would be an opportunity for a lot of different industries to to rise up, but outside of China, every other Not company would be scrambling to try to figure out, yeah. So this so this is why like if 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 it is desirable that Google that Apple created a, a luxury brand uh, like no other in the tech industry Google is actually important like they're they're doing uh, I had as part of like a uh, I'm in the show doc for people yeah. listening. I have like I, I I figure at this point we're just gonna we're just gonna have a conversation. It's not gonna be like oh we have to go from bullet point to bullet point. But I had some notes yeah, and yeah, things yeah. that would be and and one of the and the right at the very beginning was and we've we've landed on it, which is what is Google's mission and what is what is its higher purpose beyond a corporate mission statement or an actual business plan? Like mm-hmm. when you have uh, as you go through life, uh, when you become an adult, one of the things that kind of signifies that. 
you have actually now formally become an adult is that you realize what you're here for, that you have developed a certain, your experiences and your desires have uh, led you to creating a certain package of skills, interests, drives, motives that makes you uniquely suited to do this. This is how you, this is how you contribute and you don't know what it is until you land there. And similarly, Google has a mission statement order to create, to, to organize the world's information, make it available. They are, but I really do think that they find themselves as the, of all the tech behemoths, they're the people that are actually doing technology in its most effective and meaningful way, where it doesn't matter how much money you have. We will, we will give you services that will materially benefit yeah. your life. You go, you, you, you go to, you know what, you, you go to the public library and go to the public internet terminals and you see people who are you know don't have much maybe have less than any less than nothing and they're using google search to find out hey where are my va benefits or they're using uh, to do a job search and they're giving uh, they're and when they apply for jobs and they're applying for, for for veterans benefits they're using a gmail email address to to as a contact for that and when they have to go to a VA place or a place for, for an interview, they're using Google maps to figure out how to get there and print out those instructions. And if you're if they can afford a, a smartphone for a hundred bucks, it's not going to be an iPhone for God's sakes. It's going to be an Android based phone. Uh, and all, mm-hmm. all of this stuff is, that can make all, phone calls and text messages. That's, yeah. yeah. And you know, and it, all, and all this stuff, yes, it's yes, it's very much within Google's business plan. It'll it it increases the surface of the world that Google can observe and track and stuff like that. But nonetheless, I mean, I've I've, I've uh, my eyes glaze over when I hear, when I, especially at like CES, when I get another demo of here is our our eight thousand dollar pair of uh, virtual reality glasses, or we found a way really? that we can we can have a, we have a home robot that can actually track and follow your individual pets and blah blah blah, and saying so again, you are you are a Silicon Valley engineer making three quarters of a million dollars a year that has created a solution for other Silicon Valley engineers making at least four hundred thousand dollars a year. Is this really what you meant to do with your time? Uh, how are you? Technology is useless unless it is un, uh, unless it's actually available to people. It can't be uh, people. Mm-hmm. It's no use to somebody who can only observe it uh, academically. And so, I very much appreciate Google's ability to take these really great things and make them available to just people who have just the who just have access, and they're trying to give access to as many people as possible. I think that's really well put, Andy. Hmm. sincerely sincerely i do i do i think (sighs) glad we have this podcast to talk about these things (laughs) this would be a very difficult this this would be a very different podcast we did in the morning it's like we do this we do this like uh at uh, like 11 o'clock at night my time like after you put the you put your kids to bed so after dinner time so it's basically at the end of a day (laughs) where it's like Oh my God, the the crap we had to deal with today. Oh my God, the PR pitch we had. Well, <laughs> to, and and to be fair, I'm you know I'm still still not eighty percent, but I do I do agree with you on that sentiment, and that's kind of like how I am feeling too through some of the news headlines that have come out about like what's happening internally at Googs. It's yeah. just it's been kind of it's been a real bummer. Like I said, to be a, 
to be a Google or an Android user because you're seeing all these things and you're just like really hoping that the products that you rely on daily in your life does not get affected by like this bad management. Um, and I think that's why the AI thing, to go back to the beginning yeah. of this episode, I feel like that's why the AI thing is really scary because it, it, it says that there's change on the horizon. Yeah. And we don't like change. <laughs> Flo doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, it's you're just you just get. Uh, I mean, even, uh, it's these stories about the institutional problems inside Apple, uh, inside Google, the problems with their co- their corporate culture. It really does make you worry because I mean, another another mm-hmm. note that I have is that I it's I I don't know why it's it's winter, it's February, it's still it's it's been getting better, it's been getting you know lighter earlier in the day. Uh, the clocks haven't gone back yet, so it's still so still <laughs> trying to deal with it. And the winter has not been right. as bad as, as as it can be in New England, uh, thanks to the destruction of our of of the environment. Uh, God, <laughs> uh, but but still, I don't I don't know why I often like like I'll spend like the last hour like before bed just like I'll without intending to following a whole bunch of links that wind me up like reading about failure and disaster. And for some reason, I was really like looking at like the Sears Roebuck company like just two or three nights ago, because my God, I don't I don't know what it's like to be, uh, uh, oh maybe Gen Gen Z would be the first ones because you you uh, millennials like were uh, you 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 had them you, malls were, were still a thing in the nineties yeah so yeah and and Sears was the, the Sears store was the anchor of pretty much every mall while malls were thriving Sears was also thriving and of course imagine what like Gen X was it was like. It was one of these stores that oh my god, there's like this this thing has been around. This Sears has been around for a hundred years. Is they're going to be around for a thousand years after it? And mm. and so I'm reading about like how how uh, you can count on like I think that there's two Sears stores, like actual brick and mortar stores, is still in existence in the United States. That in Mexico, uh, uh, in Canada, Mexico, where like they're now completely different companies. Like in, they they. They were just just like uh, uh, British Commonwealth countries that decided to hey we don't want to be part of the Commonwealth anymore we want to be independent like uh, the the Mexican Sears is uh, is in the process of changing its name because it doesn't want to be associated with like this failed company called Sears. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Yeah, that's awful for Sears. That's really intense. And and so it's and 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 so like you you it's you can imagine i can imagine google being in that that exact same fate they they find themselves like in uh, experiencing in, in the uh, watching the world change around them and being uh, so having basically boiled away every instinct towards risk taking towards innovation towards independent thinking uh, back in the 1960s and 70s, hey, with the, our, with how we run our business is working great. We're all re- really employed. The the numbers are up. Uh, why we, why would we even consider like doing online sales? Why would we even consider like building uh, stores that aren't like inside shopping malls? Shopping malls. There's and then they you find yourself in a world with Amazon in it, and you find yourself in a world where nobody goes to shopping malls anymore, and you make a few moves to the left and the right seemingly just to convince yourself that you're making moves 
And Google could be like one of those, like one of those brands, like like one of those terrible like brands of like headphones you earbuds you get like at Walgreens. You know, like you get Polaroid earbuds now. Like they used to be one of the most technically innovative oh companies gosh, in the yes. entire world. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's scary, Andy. That's a scary thought. Yeah. Well, hopefully. well, Google, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> listen listen to your ghost of christmas future kids make sure exactly <laughs> I mean, and the- start managing up please yeah, <laughs> please manage up <laughs> well shall shall Lord. we shall we call that a 400th episode yeah i think that's it's a very retrospective 400th episode but you know what it fits it fits you know actually we are this is a good we we're sort of saving timing worked out perfectly because uh, we decided to, we've been brainstorming like different ways to do bonus episodes. You've heard us talk about this off and on. Uh, and so this is after we finished the, we've been, we've been playing this and doing this and doing samples. Uh, but this is the, after we sign off from this show, we are doing our first bonus episode and that's what we're, how we're going to end every single recording session. So we, uh, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, actually we'll talk about this in the bonus episode about how we came about doing bonus episodes, but mm-hmm. yeah. So now uh, we've, we've always, uh, many of you, many of you have been so kind to simply uh, support the show uh, by going to relay.fm slash material uh, and signing up, uh, signing up for a membership just on the basis of how much you like the show and how much you want to support us. And Oh my goodness, what a, a generous gesture that is. Uh, as we're fond of saying, you, everybody gives us the most valuable thing of all, which is your time for which we are internally grateful. Uh, it is also nice to have some extra cash in our pockets, especially, you know, today we don't have any ads. Eh, okay. We're, <laughs> this is, mm-hmm. we, we do this as a, we do this largely as a loss leader. We're not, we're not making minimum wage. <laughs> I, okay. I, I've, I've, I've never, I've never done the math on it, but the, the extra money that we get from <laughs> memberships <laughs> is, is, is very, very much appreciated. So we've been thinking about like, how do you want to do that? And we've landed on this simple thing of, well, let's just do like, let's have an ex, an extra topic that we'll just do, uh, after the main show that's just available mm-hmm. for our members. Uh, so if you are an existing member, uh, congratulations. You, I don't, I don't know. Flo, you're, you're the, you're <laughs> the, you're the production end of this. They, it just like winds up in their feed or. Yes. So it should show up in the members only feeds. Ah, right. From what I understand. And so I will be publishing to a separate feed. So if you want access to that, you will need to pay for the privilege of that particular feed, which you can by becoming a member of the Real FM Network. It really is that easy. Yeah. And you get access to bonus episodes, not just from us, but from everybody in the Relay FM network, mm-hmm. uh, who are all, many of whom are very helpful to us as we're trying to explore this sort of uh, these sort of ideas, like what what works, what's what do people uh, what do people really appreciate as as bonus content more than anything else uh, and so it was a it was a it was an eye-opening thing and eventually it came down to just put drawing a line on the calendar and making sure that it happened and it's happening during mm-hmm. night. so we hope uh, we, we we if you uh, if you are a supporter thank you <laughs> here's here's some extra stuff we're going to give you and if you have been sort of on the fence uh, over the past weeks months several whatever how many episodes this might be a good chance to give it a try 
Uh, we, there are uh, membership levels at attractive rates that we hope that you will find uh, find attractive. And of course, and if, and if you can't afford or if you just don't want to, we still are very, very grateful for your subscription. We're very, very grateful for your time. Uh, but uh, those of you who are sticking or who who, uh, who won't be with us for the bonus episode, uh, Flo, what's you? As sick as you are, you're still writing for Gizmodo. You're still making those deadlines. You're you are a marine, ma'am. Yes, and I'm still working on the. So I just finished the Galaxy S23 Ultra review that is up at Gizmodo right now. I'm working on the Galaxy S23 regular review. I've got more reviews coming in the pipeline. Um, even some Apple products are on the docket. And also, I just want to remind everybody. I'm going to actually put a link for this in our show notes for this episode because this is episode 400. But I have a Discord. Um, and I haven't been in the Discord in the last week and a half very much because of my sickness. But the people who are in there are keeping it going. They are posting <laughs> in like the different, uh, you know, I have like a channel for like Sailor Moon and I have a channel for Android and people are posting in there. We have a tech help help channel where people go in and like help each other with with things like we have a keyboard enthusiast channel and it's constantly popping in there. And so I implore you, if you're not already part of my little <laughs> discord family, please come join us. Um, it is, there is a relay FM discord that you uh, can join as a member of the network, but this is, this is different. This is free. This is just, if you're interested in what's going on with me, that's, <laughs> <laughs> It's really the way I'm marketing it. So. The Flowniverse. <laughs> I do. It is called the, the Flow Feed. The, the, it, the Ionosphere, so. as it were. Oh, that works. Thank you, Andy. There you go. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll create a competing Discord. You know, can oh, <laughs> <laughs> like like Apple and Google driving each other. You know, to higher oh, to higher heights. No, I don't want us to be like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't want that for us. Well, uh, as also, I I I have my hands full just keeping a, keeping active on Twitter and Instagram. Go to look for Anatko on both. Uh, I'm also on Boston Public Radio WGBH in Boston. Go to wgbhnews.org. I'm on more more Thursdays and Fridays than not. Uh, those never not necessarily every single week, uh, but check that out. You can stream uh, everything that I do there live or later, including previous stuff that I've done there. Well, so that's going to be it for us for this week. Thanks. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a head, a, a, a head rush of 400 episodes to everybody. Some of you joined us late. I'm sure most of us joined, most of you joined us uh, later than that. Uh, we are so grateful for everyone who's heard over the years, who heard something that was worth uh, adding a subscription to their podcast feeder uh, and are making the time on a regular basis to listen to us. That is again, the greatest compliment that uh, you can give us and we're, we don't take that very, very lightly at all. Uh, so that's going to be it from us for this week. Uh, everybody, hope you are listening to us again next week. Until then, everybody have a happy, safe, and healthy seven days. Bye-bye. Bye. Flo, I feel as though like 